Welcome to the KZ Club, the ultimate podcast destination for our fabulous and fearless young fashionistas, entrepreneurs and wellness enthusiasts aged 8 to 16. I'm your host, Kirsty Doyle, and I'm here to guide you on an exciting journey through the world of fashion, business and well-being. Welcome to today's KD Club podcast. My guest today is Ellie from Fenland Interiors and we are going to discuss everything you need to know about getting started in the interior business, social media, masterclasses, there's nothing this girl doesn't do. Thank you, Ellie, for being Thanks a guest. Thanks for having me. <laughs> that was such a nice intro. I was like, ooh, oh, that's me. <laughs> Basically, what I think is so important for our listeners is to find out how did you get started. So if I'm a young person, I love interior design. I've got, you know, multiple Pinterest boards on the go. I collage. You know, I love to do my room up. What's the next step? So I have, you know, thinking about doing GCSEs, what, what was your journey into interior design? Oh, wow. Going back, like, you know what's disgusting? <laughs> I think I haven't been in school for that long, but when I say it, it sounds crazy, like, nine yeah. years ago. <laughs> That's scary. Oh, I know. Nine, Just mad. But if I could go back in time, I definitely mm. wouldn't change anything. So mm. I'd definitely, probably starting off, if you're interested in anything, it doesn't even have to be interiors, I would suggest, especially this day and age, getting a social media platform, okay. whether that's Instagram, Pinterest, Obviously, if you're of age, TikTok, YouTube, whatever that may be, and just start your passion, especially with now the future and things like that. I think that's definitely where to start. And I didn't start mine till I was 19, so like six years ago now. So that's how long I've been running my social platform. I'd definitely say if you are doing your GCSEs, maybe pick like subjects that are relevant. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it necessarily matters, especially if you've got a passion, because I didn't do like interior design as a GCSE or even you was a love to though. Oh yeah, you was if that to. was an option, yeah, <laughs> I feel like you're very limited on like creative subjects now, yeah. which is quite sad. Really um, sad. But you can do it. You don't have to like do it through school. You can do it from outside of school, and definitely work experience is great as well. I used to do that when. I was 16, they wanted you to do work experience, and I picked an interior design studio in town. Um, that was called Elaine Cunningham Interiors at the time. That was years ago, but that was, like, the only interior place in Liverpool. Like, And my friends were like, that's a bit of a mad choice. Like, everyone was just being, like, receptionist or things like that. And I was like, no, I need to find an interior designer yeah. that will take me on, and I've never looked back. It was the best thing I could have done. So what GCSEs did you do? Art, what else did you do? Oh, gosh. I don't even was know. Was it just art? What did you go on? To, well, what did you do after your GCSEs? Did you go to sixth form? I did sixth form, form yeah. Okay. Um, I did art then. Um, what else? I do business. Ah, okay. And I loved business. I ended up doing that as a degree. Um, so... Oh, interesting. So you've got your degree is actually in business, yeah. not anything creative. Yeah. Interesting. But I'm glad. Yeah. Although I did enjoy uni, I probably wouldn't say it's a necessary. I wouldn't put pressure on yourself to think university mm. is the way forward. And if I could do my time again, maybe I wouldn't have... But I feel like you are pushed into that path, which is fine. And for a lot of people, like especially if you're like doctor, dentist, whatever, you do need a degree, and I totally understand that. But I feel like I've learnt more now doing it myself than I ever did in three years of university. Are you talking from a business point of view or are you talking from a creative Ev- everything. point of view? Everything, yeah. Right, I think okay. if you're willing and you've got a passion for something, no one can tell you no. Mm. Like, in anything you do, like you you can do anything. Like And I've truly believed that since doing it on my own like if you've got a passion and it's not a GCSE and it's not an A-level option and it's not even a degree don't don't care like just still go for it like 
don't think, oh no, it's the end of the world. Like it's definitely not. If anything, it's the future. Do you know what I mean? I think every person we speak to, so all of the female entrepreneurs that we have in the in the in the podcast, uh, they've all built up this level of resilience. Now, resilience, I think, comes from starting and failing and starting and failing yeah. in your own business. Yeah. Because you, you've got that mindset of, like, just go for it. Yeah. Whereas that's a mindset that you've probably created from going for it. Things yeah. have worked, things haven't worked, things have been really successful, and now you're on that journey. But it's it's a mindset that you create for yourself, isn't oh, it? Like, definitely. just go for it. Definitely. Just try it. So if you think, if you go back to when you finished your degree, were you thinking about going into business at that point? Or were you thinking um, you wanted to go more creative? Which route were you going to go for? If I'm being honest, I feel like my head was telling me, get the nine to five, get yeah. the, sta- like the stable job, that's what you've done the degree for, get the good paycheck, like, you know, get your one holiday a year, I don't yeah. know. That's what you're sort of like going towards. Like, I'd worked all my life. I'd you know, really worked half my GCSE, did worked half the A levels, worked half the degree, and I got out of university, and I was like, "Oh my God, what am I doing?" Mm-hmm. Like, I just literally had this moment where I was like, and then the pandemic literally happened months later, and I was like, "I do not know what I'm doing," and then, without me realizing, it was probably the best thing that could have happened, having that time out realizing. I like social media then was like, "Wow!" Like that's all you could do. Yeah. You'd work from home, you'd scroll on whatever TikTok came about, yeah. um. And I was like, you know, this best thing. And at the time, I worked in HomeSense for like six years. And after the pandemic, I was like, I can't work in retail anymore. And I, I loved the job being like the merchandise and it got me. Oh, so that's like, what you were in merchandise? Yeah, a visual okay. merchandiser um, whilst I was studying. And I absolutely loved that, but I just knew that I was, I was meant for more. And I thought, the worst thing that could happen, and I say this to everyone, the worst thing, if you make a wrong decision, there is always a fallback option. Like, it's never the end of the world. And leaving that job, I was like, what's the worst that could happen? I have to say, can I have my job back? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And okay, it's a little bit of an ego, like, yeah. but at the end of the day, that is literally the worst thing in anything you do. You know, I, funny story, I went on to university, I wanted to do, like, maths as a degree. Um, so I wanted to do maths as an A-level and I couldn't handle it. Three weeks in, I was going home sobbing and I was distraught. I was like to my mum, I want to do maths in uni, just as like a security thing, not even, I wasn't even going to do anything with it. I wanted to be an interior designer, I had always had, <laughs> but I thought, I need to do maths because I enjoyed maths and thought I'm good at maths, I need to, that's you know, I and I was maths. thinking, oh, an accountant, ain't got money. And I was like, <laughs> but I was like, that's not where my heart was, but I thought, mm. and three weeks in, I was like, I can't do this course and mm. went to the teacher I was like I can't do this literally broke down and I felt like it sounds mad but in my head like you have this idea of your future and that one building block because it had just I felt like it just everything had collapsed in front of me I was like I've got I've got no idea I just felt like everything had like gone wrong yeah. and I was just like oh my god and then I was like I loved like the idea of business and I was thinking well if I would like my own interior firm business probably would be good mm-hmm. so I went to the business teacher and I pleaded with him I was like please let me on and he was like you've already got three options I was like no I need to do this I need to do this like you don't understand she was like okay let me look at your grades and that from last year and he was like yeah I'll take you and literally I can't thank Mr Wynn if you're listening to this (laughs) big shout out but honestly I was like oh my god I was made up and then I ended up doing really well in me a levels and then doing it as a degree and so I think did you drop maths I dropped maths yeah so you were able to swap from maths to the business, business. loved it's so, that was my favorite subject I loved it and I got to like start my own interior thing and it just got me into it then I was like this is what I'm made to do and then did the business degree which actually helped me because 
the teacher said to me, um, what are you doing? Like, what's your passion? And I was like, and he literally did a, like a module on like social media. And he was like, everyone in here, if you've got a passion and you want to start a business, if you haven't got a social media, then you, you're daft. You're really stupid. And so I was like... talk about that in university. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So I was like, what do you 19 when you're at uni? So I was mm. 19. Yeah. And I went on holiday in that summer and I was just thinking about what he was saying and I thought, I'm going to have to start it too. Like, I sort of went, I didn't go undercover. It was called Feminine Interiors. But if anyone asked me, I was like, that's not my page. Like, I was like dead embarrassed because at the time, oh, no. it wasn't something like you did. Like, yeah. now it's like the norm. Yeah. But I was like, I'm 19, I've got a home account, I haven't got my own house. It looks a bit, do you know what I mean? And um, yeah, it was the best thing I ever done. So that was like when I was nine, like six years ago now, yeah. So that's when the social media, almost like your brand, yeah. to you started yeah. six years ago. Yeah. Now the joy about that is to touch on that is you can start your own brand on social media, which really costs nothing. No, so how literally. much did that cost you to start that business? Zero pounds. Zero debt. Zero yeah. pounds. You did it from your own house. Yeah. You didn't have to take on any offices. You no. started your own brand yeah. in your bedroom, in your house. And look what it's grown to now. So how many different platforms do you use at the moment? So we're talking about, obviously about Instagram. Yeah. But then you've got... So I've got I've got all sorts. I don't know people. I've got Instagram. I've got TikTok. I've got YouTube. I've got Pinterest, and then I've also got a podcast as well. Which one's your favourite platform? Do you know what's mad? TikTok. But I was like totally against it. Like in lockdown, everyone was getting it and like doing dances, and everyone was like, "Get TikTok." I was like, "No, I get addicted to it, and it's really yeah. silly." Like mm-hmm. that was that was proper closed mindset, and I got it like last. April was it only? Really? And my page has grew insanely quick. Like I've had Instagram for six years and I've mm. nearly hit twenty k, but that's been a it's hard. It's been a slog. Yeah. And then <laughs> my TikTok's on forty two k now, and in the first yeah. year it like blew to like twenty something k, and I was like, wow, I wish I'd done yeah. this in lockdown. <laughs> I'd be fine. <laughs> so the t- so TikTok for you is. Obviously not dancing, you know. No. Not to, it's really inspired by you do obviously yeah. hauls. What 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 do what do people really react well to? Obviously you're a very um, like I like to talk to camera. I'm dead comfortable doing it. You know, talking about clothes and things like that. You're very much the same. Yeah. You're super comfortable talking to the camera. Yeah. So obviously people can relate to you. That's a face to the business as well. Yeah. So you're really comfortable doing that. What do people What do people like most on TikTok? Um, what gets you the most reactions? Just about that, actually, whilst you've said it, about like your face being your brand, I think that's so important mm-hmm. as well. I think confidence, starting whatever, is a main, like, something you've got to have, which you can develop. Yeah, like, don't absolutely. think you can't, because I, no, I totally like, agree. looking back, I would never have believed I'd have my face in anything, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, definitely, if you are wanting to start on social media, I think your face of your brand is so important. Like, I'm more inclined to follow someone whose face is on it, because... I don't know whether it's just like scousers, but I like buy into people. Yeah. Like they could sell me anything. I'd be like, oh my God, scouser, they talk about this. I'm sad, sign me up. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think that, um, but I yeah. It's so true. I think people love a brand. They love, they're loyal to that person. They're invested yeah. in that person, that person's journey. You're talking to them. Yeah. So when you're talking to the camera, they feel like you're talking and having that conversation. Yeah. And going back to lockdown, that was very important to people. Definitely. You know, people, if you look at your Stacey Solomon, they've just gone through the roof because it's that personal one. Yeah. You feel like it's one-to-one, like you're in the room with them. No, really. Yeah. Like when I meet people and they say, oh, my God, I follow you, it's like, I know you already. Yeah. I'm like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because you share so much. Yeah. Well, you, you say that, but obviously you only share so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, with the TikTok, I, I do all sorts, you know. I do, like, home interior dupes, which is a huge one at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, where, like, I'm really, like, on the ball with, like, 
I love home interiors, I love designer stuff. Obviously, not willing to pay the price just yet. <laughs> um, but if I can find a, a dupe, I'll like, showcase it and everyone goes mad for that because, you know, everyone wants a bargain, don't yeah. they? Um, and then I do show home tours, um, new in products in shops, halls, you name it, anything to do with interiors, I'm, I'm there, I'll and be people there. People love it all, people, yeah. people get excited by it all. Because obviously I've seen that you've been invited in by big stores to go and have a look at products. Yeah. How amazing is that? No, I know. So it's huge crazy. stores. Do the email, get in touch. They say we love, obviously love what you do. Yeah, so... That's incredible. It's mad. I've been working with, like, Home and Bargain, um, which obviously is local, which is amazing. George, um, at Asda, Primark Home. Um, it's actually... Saying that, I get quite emotional. Isn't that so it's crazy because, like, I know how far I've come in my own personal journey, and like, networking's been like huge. But like, okay. we'll just stop you there. Yeah. Just so if we're talking <laughs> to young people, yeah, we can use the word networking. How would you describe what's networking? Yeah, that's true. Actually, because when I was younger, I was like, wow, that sounds such a sophisticated work. Like, they'd be like, we've got a networking event tonight, and I'd be like, don't know what that is, but same. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like networking is literally just talking to people. Like, mm-hmm. it's so simple. Like going to an event saying yeah okay it might be free it might be in london there's been times that i've been to london there and back for days just yeah. just to open doors like i'm in london now like twice a month and i Amazing. love it networking getting invited by brands and that's only because i've put myself out there if you're yeah. not willing to put yourself out there it might i think people are like oh it might cost me something yeah it might cost you your time it might cost you your train tickets but what are you going to do? Like, probably go out at the weekend or, you know, spend it on toys, your pocket money, you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like your money is so important to your future, like, in an investment sense. So, like, networking, there's loads of events in Liverpool, there's loads of so women in business. More, yeah. You know, DM me. I've had loads of young girls who I'm honoured, like, who were even 16, message me and be like, hi, how did you get into that? I will speak to anyone. I'll help anyone. Like, yeah. I know how hard it is, especially, like, message someone and getting blank you're like ah it is hard but by the way you are more likely to get blank than you are to get a message but you, you as you said at the beginning resilience yeah. you need You've got that. to put yourself out there to find and i think else. as well once you get momentum and you do get blank it's not really a big deal you're building your confidence yeah. to be able to take it and not take it too personally exactly. that person just could be busy you caught them on an off day but i think 100 percent. the more you put yourself out there but you could be networking with like a club do you know what I mean? It could be like yeah. a school club that you think, oh, I don't really want to get involved with, but I'm going to go. I'm yeah. meet, I might meet some new friends there. Um, we might collaborate on our own little project. We yeah. might start our own little business together, making cushion covers. I mean, it can start as easy as that, can't yeah. it? So when we're talking about networking, obviously you and I, we're talking about businesses, professionals. However, networking can start at any age. Yeah. It's just about and making new friends, isn't exactly. it? Exactly, and especially like now with a lot more apprenticeships happening. Mm-hmm. Just say yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you've lost nothing. You might meet one person, you might meet someone who could, like... And you look back and go, wow, that's why I met that person. Absolutely. I'm like, a great believer in yeah, that as well. definitely. I think you probably are, because I can listen to the, the language that you use in terms of mindset and positivity. Yeah, I'm all about you? that. All about that, like, absolutely. And I think, yeah, you are meant to meet that person. So, for example, you're working with the big brands now. Was that scary for you, that first appointment or that first phone call or email or meeting? With, how yeah. did you find that? Oh, I thought it was a hoax. <laughs> I had to double check the end because you know, like you can get like yeah. emails. Oh god, yeah, like, like yeah. a fraud. Yeah, I was like, this is definitely a fraud. So someone's on the wind up. <laughs> um, but now it's just mad because, like, as well, I'd like to touch as well. Like, obviously, if there's any young girls from Liverpool, it's so hard being a woman from Liverpool. Like, I don't think you get enough credit for 
I get really overwhelmed because the opportunities I've had loads of like knockbacks from my accent to like not being from like you know the more reputable what's it called reputable areas can't even say it and it's like it's a proper knockback but you know what it makes me want to do it more like I think do you know what I want to do this even more and I think Mm. when you get these brand works I get really emotional over it because I know how hard I've worked and I know like how many knockbacks have had and how many like you know it's all fun and games being like oh it's it's amazing but like there's yeah. tears it's it's business mm-hmm. you know what I mean so when you get that one you're like this has been so worth it and it, until you get the so worth it you realise looking back so you know if you are going through anything like you didn't get the grade you wanted you're putting in the work and you're not getting the outcome it's fine because you'll realise looking back why it's it's all come to this so mm-hmm. don't give up on anything you do I'm, I'm so passionate about that do yeah. you know what I mean no I couldn't agree more I think I um, lived in London for a little while and they couldn't understand the accent. Um, obviously, I'm such a proud scouser as well. No, um, from North Liverpool, do you know, so yeah. I'm very much of the same. Like, I went to a, you know, a South Liverpool school, you know, where people spoke slightly different to me. Yeah. Uh, so even that Liverpool, you know, people picking up on different yeah. accents. But when you go to London, that is very different and people will take, you know, the mick out of your accent. But again, it's that same, like, you bounce back from it, you're resilient, you you know, you don't take it personally the second or third time. But it does make you work that bit harder. Yeah. Doesn't it? It does make you think, well, I've really got to prove a point to you that I'm just as good as you. Yeah. Um, I've got just as much to offer um, as a person from, you know, London or we're all here. Yeah. Just to make make an impact, really, and to achieve our goals. So, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. I think it's a shame, really, though, isn't it? Yeah. I'm sort of glad, though, because so I went to my very first, like, interior event in London when I was 18, went on my own. Wow, 18? Yeah, I was like, I'm getting on the train. Kelly Hoppen was there. Didn't know the yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, oh, my God, Kelly Hoppen. Who's there. Kelly Hoppen? I know who she is. Interior she... designer. Okay. She goes on, like, this morning, doesn't she, and does all that. But she was, like, the, the only, like, interior designer you knew of in, like, yeah. the industry at the time. I was made up. I was, like, on the train to London, like, and when I got there, I loved the event. I met her. I was, like, starstruck. I was, like, this is this is what I want to do, where I want to be. I was just, yeah. I filmed everything and I've kept it. And, like, Aww. I love looking back at it because I think I knew how I felt in that moment. If that's another thing I would say as well, film, document everything. Mm-hmm. Even just, like, how you feel, good, bad, or For ugly. yourself. Yeah. Rather than to share. Yeah. So it's just for you. Yeah. So you can look back on your own journey. Yeah. I've got, like, a SIM card on a camera and every time I'm having, like, a bad time, I film it of me crying it sounds dead dramatic but like yeah. I know then when I look back I'll be like oh like how far have I come yeah. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but when I went to this event I'd had a lovely morning and then I started speaking to a woman and she was like oh what's your accent and I went oh yeah and she was like oh yeah you're a scouser and I was like yeah she was like and you're in this industry and I was like oh no I'm going on to uni and but you'll never make it if you're not from London <gasps> and I was like no but that was like the first time I'd sort of come out my Liverpool comfort zone into like the big business world and I was like oh my god like mum I didn't know what to do like I was on my own and I was like oh I felt like dead took her back because I was thinking oh am I not am I not gonna amount to anything but then I thought oh sorry no I don't like that so I went home I was like mum this this woman she was like oh ignore it you know what they're all like and then I literally just was like right that's it I'm feeling a real like, pretty woman moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't afford anything you need to watch. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no. Man. I wish I got that person's name because I'd fully do it. Like, TikTok, like, remember me. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. She said to you, yeah. you'd never make it. Yeah. But I'm glad about it. 
Yeah. It sounds mad. But now I can understand it that. It pushes you, doesn't it? To prove. Yeah. To prove. I think the thing is, obviously, we come from a great, amazing big city, but people who come from small towns that go into big cities, like that's it's that feeling of like, I'm in this safe, secure bubble of Liverpool. Yeah. I know everybody, you know, you know, everything's okay. And then you take that step out, whether it's to London, whether it's to, you know, somewhere in Europe, America, wherever you're going to go on that next step of your journey, it is that like, Ooh. Yeah, daunting. It's, it's scary because <laughs> you feel like you're going out there on your own. You're a big fish in a small pond up here, and then you go to London. I did exactly the same thing, and it was like scary. Yeah. But you know, obviously, you've come out of it so strong now, yeah. and it didn't obviously it didn't affect you or your journey, did no, it? Absolutely, absolutely not. No. no. <laughs> so what's next for you? Obviously, we've touched on all these amazing social media platforms that you manage. Um, you're working with big brands now, which is incredible. Um, you've got a masterclass. Yeah. So what? What? A, what? A Fenlon? Would it be Fenlon Interiors masterclass? Yeah. So it's a style and masterclass. So to be honest, it's aimed at like anyone. Mm-hmm. Like so, when we were in lockdown, I realised like people weren't like in not in love with their homes, but people oh, realised yeah. how much their home was and what it meant and the importance of it. And I really felt that, and I loved that people started getting involved in my page interior itself. So. I know that people don't have big budgets for interior designers. And to be honest, that's why I've edged away from it because that's not me. I want to be like more for the everyday person. I want to find the bargains. I want to teach you how to style. So a lot of people always ask me questions like, how do you do that? How do you do that? So I'm like, why not? Why not enter my brain for a few hours? So I'm basically going to like teach you how to style. So whether you're a professional and you want like them finishing touches to your project or whether you are someone who just wants to create like make a house a home so to speak do you know what I mean like you just might not have a clue how to do your console units like it's just those small areas of your home that really make it that extra bit like fine line and professional like it's like when you go into a show home that's why they look good because they're just styled well like you don't need like all these extravagant anything you just need to know how to work the pieces that you already have so I was really passionate about like helping other people make like fall in love with the home I want people to basically love interior design as much as I love it I like that's it. what I want to do yeah. so yeah we're doing that bit of networking um, like minded people you know especially a few girls who are coming I know want to get into the industry so them being there and also talking to people in the industry and just people who like want to fall in love with the home so it's a really nice bunch of people um and then we're going to do like a bit of a workshop as well just so you can get that hands-on side of things so i'm really excited a little bit nervous now i'm like oh what's a week away <laughs> and i'm like what have i done imposter is syndrome this your first one? yeah oh is it i know wow incredible. i've got terrible imposter syndrome now just so- don't tell anyone <laughs> <laughs> what does imposter syndrome feel like for you because I think it feels different for everybody, whether yeah. it's, you know, going to, going out to meet a new group of girls, whether it's going to a yeah. new gym class, whether it's starting, you know, a cookery class. It's 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 putting, you yeah. something, putting yourself into a new situation. Yeah, I'm okay with stuff like that. I love meeting new people. I love, okay. talk, I love talking, clearly, I'm sure <laughs> of. Um, I love being in, like, a room with new people and things. It's more, my imposter syndrome is, like... Probably probably does stem back from PTSD from that woman in London. <laughs> but it's more so like and it's normal, like who's she to who's she to start that? Who's she to host her own thing? Like so who's saying that you're saying oh, it to yourself? Me? Yeah, it's like it's like I'm Ellie, but like there's a smaller Ellie inside. Don't know what side she's sitting in, but it's not five. And like <laughs> I feel like I don't know, it's like I shouldn't because whenever I've done anything after, I'm like, why did I even have them intrusive thoughts? And I feel like as women, we all go through it. And, you know, I only realised that when I, like, got into sort of, like, the more influencer content industry, 
there were so many and there, there's so many gorgeous girls and like I used to like question myself terrible and you know I'm gonna be honest like we all do and when you're in them environments I'm like oh my what am I doing here like who do I think I am like I don't feel I suppose worthy to be in that room and that's mm-hmm. terrible but when you get to speak to everyone else everyone else is feeling not worthy to be in that room so really we're all girls like thinking the same things the same intrusive thoughts the same imposter syndrome and we're not actually talking about it and I think it's nice to talk about it. like I've got no shame in saying I've got imposter syndrome I've got no shame in saying I don't feel worthy to be here you know I've got no problem in saying any of these things because no one talks about it especially for young girls like I don't get any work done I feel like I haven't got the scouse aesthetic and that's fine like I don't feel like I want to get all that done and I feel like in this industry if you are a younger person and you feel like there's a certain look you have to aspire to look like to do anything, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, don't feel like... Question who you are. It's about your heart, not about how you look. That I think that's so lovely of you to be so honest. Yeah. I'm like sharing <laughs> that with me and everyone who's listening because 100%, as you say, you know, um, it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Obviously, imposter syndrome is something that you see on social media, but is this something you and your friend talk about? Yeah. Is this something you and your group of mates sit around and talk about? Do you all own up to it, or do you just see it as a as a phrase on Instagram yeah. or on TikTok? I think to have those intrusive thoughts of, should I be here? Should, who am I to do a masterclass? But at the same time, you'll get an email from George and Asda, yeah. which says, no, this is why you're here. Yeah. Like, this is why we think you're you're great at what you do. Or you might get someone who says, oh my God, I style me home after looking at three dupes you did. And I'm so pleased with it. And you've inspired somebody else yeah. to do it. And so it should just block all those thoughts, shouldn't it? Because yeah. you are worth so much more than those thoughts. But at the same time, everybody has them. Yeah. It's, is this going to go well? Yeah. Is it going to go great? You know, I've got to give a talk today. Who yeah. am I to do? What if I mess up? But we all make mistakes. And again, yeah. it's that strength of character because you did the event and you're going to do the masterclass event and it's going to yeah. be incredible. And people will say, <laughs> oh my God, I loved it. And your feedback will be great saying, oh, I went on and did this. Or I've now got a little job, a side hustle because I got, you know, a couple yeah. of tips from your class. Or I met a really great girl and we're now going to do a photo shoot in a show home. Whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I love that. It's all these sp- Things that come from you just sharing your own passion and knowledge. And yeah. I think if you weren't, if you didn't do that, then that would be such a shame just for yeah. the sake of those thoughts, which were like, who are you doing this? No, I know. So if you can push them to the back and say, right, okay, you're here, I've heard it. Yeah. We're doing the masterclass yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. You it's know, like it's overcoming that, um, that, isn't it? Yeah, that Roxy Nafuski wrote Manifest. Yes. That is exactly what she speaks about, like, just being like, hi, I've acknowledged you, move to the back, because I'm, I'm coming I'm through. I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. I've signed up to sell tickets. People are coming. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> I've got to do it. Yeah. Do you know, so I think that applies to anything that you put yourself forward for, whether you're your own person listening to it now and saying, I've got this school talk or a debate or whatever it is. Yeah. You're just going to have to do it. Yeah. Feel and the fear into it anyway. No, really, like, you'll come out your comfort zone as well. Mm-hmm. And you feel so good doing something that you were terrified to do after. Like, that adrenaline, like, that you get is overrun for days. And you think, do you mm-hmm. know what? I'm so glad I've done that. Yeah. Like, I bet you after your masterclass, you're not going to be able to sleep. You're going to come home and you're going to be like, oh, I'm Oh, I'm going to be on cloud nine. <laughs> yeah, 100%. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. So what would be the dream for you going forward? So we've got these beautiful things that we've all, you know, everything's set up, everything's going fabulously. Um... What would, what would be the dream for you? What would you love to do? Would I it feel be... like I'm in it now, which is lovely. I don't feel like that is a dream because I'm living the dream every day, which yeah. is amazing. Like To be doing what you love every day is like something else. Like To be in that position, is I'm always so grateful and I've worked so hard to be in that. So I think it's just continuing to do what I do like in the content space, working with even bigger 
brands like just continually doing in the like interior space like show homes I love that side and then building my podcast maybe more masterclasses maybe more outside of Liverpool because I know yeah, a lot of people absolutely. who follow me are from Liverpool and just like be known for what I do and like inspire others like as you're saying before if someone messages me and says like oh I've started this because of you that makes my day like it's not about like the however many followers if one person from my video buys something stars it feels amazing or follows me and I make the day like I post stupid stuff sometimes in my life and then people mess me and go thank you so much for posting that like the way I've just spoke before about like how I've looked and things I've done YouTube videos being really open about stuff like that because I've watched videos in the past and seen that and it's touched me because I'm thinking oh I'm not the only one so to be an inspiration to others for whatever that may be is probably that's what makes everything worthwhile I love that. <laughs> I think this is so interesting because obviously you're a lot younger than me and your grasp of like social media and the young people now, they do talk about the positive and the negative yeah. a lot more and people are more vocal about the feelings and I think it's so great that you are discussing the amazing times, the halls, you know, yeah. with, with big brands, but also the times where you felt really low or yeah. you felt like you were struggling. Yeah. So maybe that's what maybe younger people now can talk about the feelings a little bit more, do you think? Yeah, maybe, mm. I think, yeah, but I don't think it's, like, talked on enough. Okay. But I don't know whether that'll just be something that comes with time, being, yeah. you know, you are so exposed to social media that you don't want to put something out there that could potentially harm, not harm you, but, like, the way you feel about something, like, mm. exposing yourself in a very raw way. But I'm quite... I'm quite used to it, you see, because I've done it for that long. Like, you're like, oh, what if someone says that? And I'm like, well, they have. I said, but if you're not my friend, it can't hurt me. That's just my outlook on it because they don't know you well enough to yeah, say something. Exactly. They don't. Have you have you found that when you've, because you've got all of these platforms, have you found that you've ever struggled with anybody who's been sort of said something which is very nice? Oh, yeah, I get oh, it really? all the time, which is Is mad. it more TikTok? Oh, TikTok every day. But oh, that's really? funny. Oh, that no, that's funny. This is why I'm not on TikTok. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's mainly your accent um that gets judged on TikTok, which again, like that's just the norm. I just say that's just like a daily oh, you know, <laughs> if I haven't, I'm like, oh I haven't had a comment about my accent today. Um I feel like some girls are just not nice and that's just part and parcel of what I do, okay. you know. It'd be like if I was in an office, there's always gonna be one person sitting there that probably doesn't like me and that's okay. You know, everyone has to yeah. like you. Um it's upsetting when it's on your character, though. That that okay. upsets me because I know the person I am. So when it yeah. like anyone can like say what they want about how I look or anything, but when it's your character, that's that's a different level. Um, but again, if you're not my friend, I don't think you have enough judgment on me to you've watched like what a five second clip and then you're like, oh, you're this, that, and the other, and I think <laughs> that's interesting. <laughs> I've only showed you what's in home sense. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. I think wow, that's really wow. deep. I'm only, I'm only going through whatever to so show you. Really great life. Yeah. You I know. <laughs> Honestly, it's mad, but got to think it's more on them than you. So it's even like in school when you're going through, you know, we've all been there with people. Like it doesn't ever stop as you get older. You just sort of learn how to deal with it, I suppose. Brilliant. Yeah. What a lovely way to sort of close it and to say, like, because I think we've touched on so many amazing things. I know, things, I feel so like yeah. I went off on a tangent. I was like, here, there, and everywhere. That's what we wanted. Yeah. I think we wanted to get a real insight into you as a person, as well as obviously your personal brand. Yeah. Um, personal brands, obviously, being all of your socials, the business that you've developed. Um, and I think it's a really lovely insight into the person that's created it. 
and that's what I want is with the podcast you know yeah. to get a little bit behind because people can follow you on all the social medias and as I say you do give them a little bit of you yeah. but to find out all of your sort of morals and what it really means to you to, to develop this business I think is so important yeah. plus you're living the dream plus it's inspiring plus young people can be like yeah I'm going to do it <laughs> I mean always always the final takeaways I mean people always say in the podcast is just getting the experience yeah so experience so you know final takeaways would be doing work experience social media setting things up going in you know really putting the effort in putting the hard work in really isn't it and as you say you've said multiple times that you've really put so much work in to get to this point to be able to live the dream yeah that's the thing and don't forget to ask as well put yourself out there ask even if it's a no you just got just keep asking just keep asking yeah I love it. Ali, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.